This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Hardy Stadium, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here's Steve Scolari, Chris McSweeney, and Bob Herpin. Here at Harvey Stadium for the start of the second half, Marple Newtown leads Radnor 13-10. to And, of course, before we get going here, we have to mention that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today to any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations throughout the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. And also this word from the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. If you want to know all about the association itself, email gilmaze at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net, or visit their link on our website, www.marplenewtownfootball.com Back here live, it's Bob Herpin and Chris McSweeney. And of course, being senior night, we'd be totally remiss if we did not mention these guys, these uh, young men by name. The ones who are the leaders of this team, this team that will, we hope, emerge 8-2 and two from this final contest of the season and, and uh, cement their playoff spot. Of course, wide receiver Vince Christiana, Steve DiMaria, Anthony Deluzio, Kicker Adam Fender, Tevin Gilbert, quarterback and captain Kevin Johnson, Thunder and Lightning himself, Carl Kasarski, Brian Mabry, and the big man, Kevin Striegel. And of course, the men who guide these young men and mold them in their image and put them out there to do what they do every Friday night, Saturday night, and also some Thursdays during the season. Assistant coaches Dan Scarborough, Larry Paoletti. Ted Caratnudo, who also helps out, even though he's the head freshman coach. Mike Petinelli, Gary Molyneux, Steve Cole, Mike Doyle. Defensive coordinator Lou Delonzo. And, of course, the man who brings it all together, head coach Ray Gianta. So, Chris, it's been a mixed bag thus far on a very chilly night here at Harvey Stadium. It's 13-10. Marple Newtown owned the first quarter. Vendor came back and owned the second. Yeah, it was just kind of one of these things where we got off to a quick start. And then they kind of fought their way back into the game. A couple of fumbles here and there, a couple of miscues. Kind of everything kind of balanced out between both teams. I just want to make a quick note, Bob. On the, if someone is looking at the schedule on the website, it does say Academy Park next week, and we are aware of that. But that game will not happen. We will actually be traveling probably for a playoff game to O.J. Roberts. So just a quick note, anyone who's looking on the website at the schedule, it yeah, that, isn't wrong or anything like that. That is one of the vagaries of the uh, district system in the PIAA is that you have these games that are just wiped out. I mean, it, it, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to play Academy Park anyway, even though it, it might be good for uh, future rivalry, but 
with Marple Newtown having basically all but locked up that playoff spot and including seeding, as we understand, there's not going to be a whole lot of uh, shocking upsets that would turn this road game in Pottstown next Friday into a home game. But exactly. All of us, Steve Scaleri, Chris McSweeney, executive producer Jim Allsman, and I, Bob Herpin, we will all be there in Pottstown next Friday night giving you deep, insightful coverage of that contest. Even though we will not be over the air, you're going to hear my voice for, for updates, as we understand. Yeah, you'll be able to check the website as the game is actually happening live, and we'll be able to give you updates as quickly as we possibly can and as we know. So Radner facing a three-point deficit to start this third quarter. They will get the ball as Marple Newtown did win the toss. So this is another big point for the Marple Newtown defense. They finished the half with a fumble recovery. Unfortunately, uh, Kevin Striegel really didn't have his feet under him. He just kind of stumbled forward for 10 yards, picking it up off the turf after Radner quarterback Alex Lundstrom just let it go. And I guess it's a good time as any because, you know, it wouldn't have really hurt you that badly. But nonetheless, you have to have, for Radner, the offs firing if they're going to take any momentum away from Marple Newtown. As we kept repeating throughout the first half, despite having only a three-point lead, really has been in control throughout. Right, you kind of hope that the Tigers' offense and defense pick up their game a little bit and kind of push this game out of control and out of the hands of the Raiders because, as you said, Bob, they are under control. And a defender, a running squib kick. It is coming down to Andrew Perot at the 25. He bounces off a couple of tacklers across the 30. He gets to the 35 and no further. Yeah, Mario Diaguardi, number 33, and... Matt Gregory, number 28, making a stop right there for the Tigers on the special teams play. Interesting choice for the opening kickoff of the second half as uh, Adam Fender tried his best. Yepremian interpretation there and did actually do a, a little hard grounder that skidded off the turf from midfield. So the ball is officially spotted at the 37-yard line. And the Tigers will have their test cut out for them here. It's a three-wide receiver set once again. Lundstrom in the shotgun, but it's a direct hand-off to Adger, he tries to get off tackle, but he goes absolutely nowhere thanks to... Yeah, TJ Fight, number 64, with an absolutely fantastic push right up the middle and really stopping Adger right at his heels. What a fantastic play. And we called TJ Fight's name a couple times tonight, and he really has been a dominant player on the defensive line, really shining tonight so far. He lost his lid, but he didn't lose his head on that tackle, and we'd like to welcome in a special guest here. Our good luck charm for last year, Dennis Reardon. Dennis, how are you this evening? Great, guys. How are you? Well we so are far. very cold, and we are not going to be heroes here. And we're, we're well dressed, unlike the first half, and we just tried it to be uh, stick it out. Always a pleasure to be back in the booth with you guys. You do a great job. So we were talking about TJ fight, Dennis. Uh, your impressions of the young man's growth this year? He's been a bear on that uh, offensive and defensive line when he's gotten the opportunity. Low to the ground and uh, sheds blockers real well and works towards the ball. Well, it seems to be a minor miracle there, as uh, Adger was pretty well wrapped up, but. They gave him three yards. So once again, the three wide receivers set. Lundstrom in the shotgun with two backs flanking him. Second and seven, it's a handoff to the outside. Trying to get there is Bryant. Gets across the 35, gets to the 40. Yeah, Kasarski again and Diaguardi coming up real strong along with Di Maria. Just a real good gang tackle there by the defense. Bryant did gain some positive yards and kind of put it in a third and possible situation there for the Raiders. But again, good tackling by the, Tiger, by the Tigers' defense. Well, we're coming up with a big third down. Third down and five now. Ball spotted at the 43-yard line here at the near hash mark. 10-32 remaining third quarter. Marple Newtown 13, Radner 10. Once again, the two backs flanking Lundstrom. 
in the shotgun. It's a handoff to Adger. Tries to get to the outside. He's sealed off at the 40. Does turn the corner around the 45. Let's see. Does he get to the first down marker before they gets out of bounds? We'll see where they mark it. He had White all the way on the outside, forcing the issue along with Kasarski. It's going to be close. Now they're placing that back at least three yards. Balls at the 45, according to the side judge. Really good initial pressure there by number 30, Similar Moo, who kind of came out and really blocked off the corner, forcing them to force Adger all the way to the outside. I'll tell you what, that was like a Chinese wall out there, Dennis. As just Adger was basically his will to get the ball upfield that he got any yards at all. That was a good call. Moat did string that out to the outside. Really good job. Another little victory like we like to speak of by this Tigers defense forcing the Raiders to punt on their first possession of the second half. Well, it's fourth and two near midfield, so let's see. This may not be uh, on the level. Nonetheless, it is White and Duffy back with the Apremian standing at his 32. It's bounced off the turf. Apremian kicks it straight up into the air. This bounces at the 49-yard line and out of bounds at the 47. What a stroke of luck there. Poor execution on Radner's part right from the get-go with the snap and then a poorly executed punt by your premium. Dennis, just a couple questions. It obviously is senior night, you being principal and athletic director. Obviously, you know some of these kids. How proud of you are these guys? Any stories? Any specific players that you're really proud of graduating this evening? I had an opportunity to coach Kevin Johnson at the middle school in two sports. There you go. And to see how far he has come along as a, as a young man is very impressive. And there we go. Johnson under center. Diacuardi and Kosarski in motion. They take their places. Johnson hands it off to White. And maybe he gets a yard or two there. Yeah, number 33 making the tackle right there. So obviously you've seen Kevin Johnson grow in, and mature into this quarterback who leads this team, and obviously on senior night he's a very good leader, mature player, understands the offense, and really does a good job, almost like a coach on the field for Ray Junta. The key to him is he's so unselfish. Um, you know, any quarterback would want to throw the ball 25 to 30 times, but we're 7-2, and two, and the reason is he understands his role and executes it perfectly. Yeah, that's a great point. He really does. He understands the offense and realizes that it's the way to go, and plays it perfectly. Standard set for Marble Newtown. Christian is split wide to the left this time. Diaguardi takes his position in the backfield. Kasarski up as a blocking back. And we have a penalty flag in Radner's backfield. Dead ball. Delayed game. Offense. Five yards. Second down. It seemed like a little bit of a quick clock right there, but apparently a delayed game on the Tigers' offense. One of the first ones we've seen all the season, to be honest. Just a little quick hitch in the plan here as uh, Johnson will be under control. Second down and 14, 9-7 to go third quarter. Tigers up by three. White and Duffy in the backfield once again. Diaguardi in the blocking back position. Johnson is under center. It's a straight handoff to Duffy up the middle. He does get across the 45. Yeah, you got number 64 right there making the tackle for the Red Raiders. Also with Cornelia, number 33, making the stop from his linebacker position. So third and long for the Tigers here early on their first possession of the second half, beating by three. Wouldn't you just like to see the merit out? This is a time where I would love to see Christiana pull a run off, Dennis. First fly, down here would be huge. Fly, yeah. pa fly pattern down the, down the sideline and get down in scoring range. As Johnson is under center, he's going to roll out. He's looking downfield. It is complete to Ryan White across midfield. Nowhere near the first down, however, but it is positive yardage. 
Yeah, number five, Andrew Perot making a stop, along with number two, Derek Adger. So once again, Johnson expertly placing that ball in the receiver's hands where only the receiver can get it, protecting his uh, ball carrier from any potential harm from the defensive backs. So Billy Weaverling will be on to punt. Good job by both defenses so far, forcing each other's offense to punt so far. Derek Adger and David Cartiga back deep for Radner at the 20-yard line. Weaverling takes his position at Marple Newtown's 35. Perfect snap. The punt is off the side of his foot. It is a spiral. And it goes out of bounds inside the 30. We'll see where they place the Side judge is approaching the 28-yard line. And so Radner will be set up at the 28-yard line on the change of possession. 7.56 to go. Third quarter. Marple Newtown leading 13-10. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. First down. Back to live action at Harvey Stadium. It was a handoff on first down to Bryant. He didn't get as far as the 30-yard line, but a penalty will push Radner back all the way to the 18. First and 20 for the Red Raiders. Only one wide receiver here, and oddly enough, Lundstrom goes under center. No shotgun. He's rolling back. He's looking towards the far sideline. He's got a man downfield. Fighting for position is Watkins. That's a nice little box out there on Derek Adger at midfield. Watkins probably would have the best chance at that ball. Yeah, really good defending there by Johnny Watkins from his cornerback position. Interesting gamble at this point for Radner. The longest attempted pass through the air for the entire contest for both sides. And Johnny Watkins, he really has some ups. Yeah, just to speak to Johnny Watkins, Bob, we've seen him evolve over the season. He continues to get better and better every week. And there again, another example of not only his tackling ability, but also his ability in coverage. He was right there and had almost the best shot at that interception. 7.27 to go third quarter. Third, second downs, pardon me, second and 20. Man Radner back into the wide receiver set. Now they have four, two on either side. Launch him in the shotgun. He's looking, he's rolling, he's not under a rush yet. He's airing it out over the middle. It is complete to Alex Wilson across the 30. Pile driven backwards just a little bit further than there. And number 15, Alex Wilson making the catch right there. Number 22, Clark Sarsky with the stop. So once again, it will be third and long for Radner. Third and about six as they're spotting the ball at the 35. Third and five. Gain of 15 on that play. Need a big stop here, fellas. Yeah, lunch Really him. get the momentum. Lundstrom getting a little bit of time right now to throw the ball, so you hopefully get some pressure on this third down right here. As like you said, Dennis, a big stop right here. It would be nice. Game can turn on little moments, and this is one of those little moments. 
It's a handoff to Adger. He's trying to feel his way up the middle around to the near side. Gets across the 40. He does pick up the first down. We have similar remote in there on the stop right there also. Interesting set. Adger came all the way across from the far sideline. Set himself and then came sweeping across to the near sideline. All he had to do with a couple of stutter steps is feel his way forward and got the couple yards and the first down. So Radner once again moves the chains. But most importantly, they are still in their own territory with time melting away. The Tigers still in control with that 13-10 lead. Three wide receivers this time. Bryant and Cornelia in the backfield. Shotgun formation direction at to Cornelia. He busts up the middle across the 45 to midfield. He gets the first down, but he's finally stopped. You got Kosarski and Christiana in on the stop right there. I was just about to say we haven't seen Cornelia for a while as Adger's kind of taking over the feature back rolls. And then right on cue, he runs right up the gut right there for another first down. Gain of about 10 and a half. It was enough for the first down. So the Red Raiders once again moving the chains. They are in Tigers territory. Dennis, would you like to talk as in how the playoff system may work over the next couple of downs? I mean, we have some fans, obviously, that are new this year. Some questions maybe, is it single elimination, double elimination? How does one get a home game or away game? Just certain things like that after the plays? Sure, right after this play, I'll go expand upon that. No problem. First and 10, 49-yard line. Three wide receivers, but it is a direct snap up the middle. Desperately trying to find some spaces. Adger, he's direct... Dropped right behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Di Maria and Gregory right in on there. Dennis, as you were saying. Yeah, uh, right now we're in the fifth position. Uh, the chances of us getting a home game are, are non-existent. It looks like we're headed on the road, and one of t- assuming we win this game here tonight, we'll have one of two opponents. It would be either Westchester Ruston or Owen J. Roberts. Both have outstanding running backs. We would then enter into a single elimination format from that point on. But um, I'm, I'm confident we can compete with either of those teams. Um, you know, playing our A game, I'm, I know we can compete with those two teams. Awesome. Always good to hear a perspective from the athletic director. Adger has 59 yards and now actually 57, a loss of two. High snap from Lundstrom. Up the middle, he tries to get it to Adger. He's sealed off. Another loss. Another yeah, big huge. play by the Tigers defense. Huge hit by Gregory right there. Great tackle, really stopping Adger right in his tracks. Edger had absolutely nowhere to go from the get-go. The only thing that was going to be certain in that play that the ball was going to be in his chest. You guys have had an opportunity to see Matt Gregory this year. What a difference a year makes. Um, he has really gotten himself together in the classroom as well as on the football field. Being a junior, we're looking forward to some good things from Matt next year. He's got, he's got the brains. He's got the desire. He's got the speed. And, you know... You can't coach height, and he uses that to his utmost advantage. He sticks his nose in there. Exactly. Third, 111. Shotgun formation once again. Lundstrom, he's under a rush. He's looking. He's stepping up in the pocket. He's running. He finds a man downfield. It is complete to Rob McCurdy at the 40-yard line. He's got the first down, and he's dragged down across the 35. (laughs) Kelly eventually making the stop right there. So a desperation play and a desperation ploy for Radner pays off. They're inching ever closer to that red zone, but once again, the time is ticking away. I don't know if Radner is necessarily feeling any urgency. We have 3.35 to go third quarter. Waffle Newtown still ahead, 13-10. It's good for us to hear, Bob, about the growth of Gregory, not, o- not only on the field, but also as a human being and in the classroom, because ultimately we don't get to see that side of things. So ultimately that's the bottom line. That's the most important thing, that he does well as a human. So right. it's good he's to gotta, hear. He's got he's to gotta perform in the classroom. He'll perform on Friday nights. There's a handoff up the middle, finding his way 
is Bryant across the 30. 25 picks up the first down, 20, and finally rests still down at the 15. And Ryan White making the stop along with Christiana all the way in the secondary. Another first down there for the Raiders. Radner's strongest offensive series of the entire contest. It's coming at an inopportune time for these fans at Harry Harvey Stadium who are out in a throng, and they are very vocal. Cheering on their team, their brothers, sons, and what have you. Understand the shotgun formation once again, but if they try a direct snap to Bryant, he goes absolutely nowhere. No gain. Yeah, really good pressure from the outside right there. The punter, Billy Weaverling, coming in. Gets a couple plays now and then, spot plays, and he really attacks the ball well. Bill come back this week after an injury he had sustained a few weeks ago. He had a mild concussion. Bill's not your typical punter. He plays some substantial time at defensive end. Odd combination. You, you don't see that too often. Size and speed. <laughs> Gain of, well, they gave him one generously. Second down to nine, 218 to go, third quarter. Shotgun once again. But it's a handoff off tackle to Adger. He tries to get outside, and once again, he's stuffed. Yeah, Christian Whiteside breaking right through his block and making a great play, stopping Adger all the way in the backfield. Whiteside really stepping up, making a couple big plays and big stops on this drive right now. It's almost as if Adger, every time he gets the ball, assumes he's going to get four or five yards right off the drop. And it's just so rudely interrupted lately. We have DiMaria checking out and Striegel checking back in for the Tigers right now on defense. Important third and ten right here for the Tigers' defense and also for the Raiders' offense as they trail this game by three points. To the seven-yard line. We pressured Lundstrom on the last third and long and just weren't able to wrap him up. It would be big if we could wrap him up here. If they can get somebody through that line as soon as that ball is snapped, he's dead to rights. Lundstrom in the shotgun once again. Edger in motion. He's under a rush. He's being hit. He's being dropped. Kelly and TJ fight. How many times have we called those two together tonight, Bob and Dennis? A couple times at least. Great play. And exactly what you said right there to speak to your point. Getting right through breaking. Putting Lundstrom under pressure and forcing the fourth down situation. I should have said that on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the play? perfect meeting of chocolate and peanut butter right there all over Alex Lundstrom. So let's see. Are they going to try a long field goal? They are. The Premier is on for what will be a 40-yard attempt. Just to the left of the center. The ball is spotted. The kick is away. It is... I don't know if it's blocked or not, but that was low, and that was not going to make it. Even if it was up in the uh, atmosphere a little bit, that was well short. Yeah, obviously, Ukrainian has his own style, but for such a long kick, it was almost a two- to three-step run-up. It didn't appear to have that much leg behind it. It also looks like Ukrainian might have slipped a little bit, like he took a, maybe a half a hop you're not supposed to in order to plant. Well, we'll I, take it. I did notice earlier the turf is a little, a little bit wet tonight, a little bit slick. Well, that is interesting because it has been very cold and very dry. Unusually and unseasonably so for a game like this. But in any case, the Tigers go back to work. Great stop make, by the defense. Trying to make that three-point lead into something bigger. And off the Duffy. He fights his way forward for a couple. Yeah, right up the gut there. Number 54 making the tackle for the Raiders. And we may have one more play before the end of this third quarter. Jackson Carney with his second tackle so far on the night. Ryan Duffy now... 36 yards rushing. Ryan White leads. 72 yards on six attempts. An interesting play right here as we have Gregory checking in. Normally a defensive lineman. Along with Diaguardi and Duffy in the backfield. They tend to use Gregory at the tight end position and throw him the ball on a rollout type but, of a play. But no sign of uh, 
Any man downfield as is a handoff right up the middle. Close to the first down on the final play of this third quarter. That was Duffy again. So it will be a third and short. As we go to this fourth quarter with Marple Newtown still leading Radnor 13-10, you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 